0: And welcome again to Submitted for Your Approval, a Twilight Zone podcast. I am Brandon Cruz, your host, and with me today, my friend that I met once and for a total of maybe two hours. I have Nick Murray. Hey Nick. Welcome to welcome to the show.
1: Thank you so much, Brandon. I'm I'm so excited to be here. I think I think there's actually been some miscommunication. I thought this was um, all things considered.
0: No, it it is, it is. This is the this is the NPR
1: podcast, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, ap- absolutely. Um, okay, good. Because I they, that's I, what
1: I told my mom, <laughs> and I really need a win here.
0: I'm um, I'm Ted Inskeep, and okay,
1: perfect. Um, oh wait, sorry, hold on. She's actually calling me right now. Hold on. Um, Brandon, you got to do me a big favor. Yeah. Can you can you pretend to be Terry real quick here while they're while they're talking? I really please, I need no. this win. Yeah, absolutely. No, 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 I, abs- absolutely.
0: I know. Okay. I, I know. We okay. have to. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay, Mom. Uh, yeah, you're you're on with um, you're on with Terry. Oh, hi there, Terry. How are you doing today? Are you doing okay?
0: I'm Terry Gross, and I'm doing fine.
1: Oh my gosh! Oh gosh! This is so embarrassing. I thought I was talking to Terry Cruz there.
0: I don't. I- I don't, I don't know what your parents look like, but I do know that their vocal cords are distinctly similar to your own.
1: Well, you know, I had to drop my uh, my Wisconsin accent when I got into my my chosen profession of teaching. At a university in Wisconsin, I don't.
0: <laughs> do, 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 do you do, do you teach do you teach uh, voice acting at the university? No, I don't. <laughs> I teach I teach speech and
1: communication studies and theater. So, like, so I was listening to some of your other podcasts, and they're all like, "Oh yeah, you know, I'm I'm a uh, I do improv and I do this, I do that. Come see me in here. Check out my other podcast." And I like, I don't know, I teach public speaking. Uh, I don't have anything to plug. I do stand up comedy, but since I moved to Minneapolis, I've, it's really cold and I don't like leaving the house. So I haven't gone yet.
0: So, so do you, do you do stand up comedy like remotely? Like just, you're like, Hey, you, like you ship an iPad to the club and you're like, just play this. Oh yeah.
1: Well, I, I hire like a Lyft driver to go and it. (laughs) It ends up, it ends up being one of those movies where I like hijack them. Like, you know, they're, they're driving and I'm like, you know, take a left. And they're like, no, fuck it. I'm not going to take a left. And then something explodes and they have to take a left or something. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: (laughs) And then you're like, put the ear earbud in, put the earbud in. And they're on stage with, with an iPad and an earbud. And you're saying now say that you walked into a restroom the other day and isn't it funny? how there's never any paper towels when you need him this
1: is a real uh, <laughs> Cyrano de Bergerac kind of situation here right I find a stand-up comedian that really wants to do comedy but is is just terrified and then they put in an earpiece and I just tell them my jokes <laughs> what I don't tell them though is that I'm actually just telling them uh, jokes from uh, Bernie Cozar uh, no wait that's not who I meant. Uh, <laughs> No. Bernie Kosar is the Cleveland Browns quarterback. All right, forget this. Let's start the podcast. All right, my name is Nick Murray. <laughs> I'm a mess. <laughs> my uh, my mom really got in my head and rattled me. All right, what is this podcast really about? It's, about, right. mystery date, it's, right? about, it's so about mystery date. It's
0: about it's a mystery date podcast. It's a mystery date podcast. Welcome to the mystery date podcast. Minute. I am Brandon Cruz. This is my <laughs> this is my guest Nick. Uh, what we're actually talking about is so we're
1: actually on the uh the are we okay which date are we on are we on the formal dance date the bowling date the beach date or the dud
0: well this date is actually uh episode 26 of the the twilight zone the mind and the matter well it's actually not they mind it's just mind and the matter and it, it aired in 61 dude
1: so this is the dud date then. It, it is.
0: It it is. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> uh it, it originally aired May twelfth, nineteen sixty one, stars Shelly Berman as Archibald Beechcroft, directed by Buzz Kulik, written by the man, Rod Serling. Uh Nick, I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot through this this synopsis. Bam,
1: get through it. That's you- it. That's Can it. I interrupt you, or do you want me to just let you just go all the way through it? This, Let's just go all the way through it.
0: This is this is soups quick.
1: Soups. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drink some of my beer okay, then.
0: Okay. Uh, you drink a beer, and then as you're doing that, I'm going to run through the synopsis.
1: That is exactly what I was going to say. I'm going to keep drinking as long as you're synopsizing.
0: <laughs> all right.
1: And <laughs> that's the longest word you'll hear me say for the rest of the podcast because <laughs> I'll be too tipsy. Five, right, go.
0: four, three, two. Archibald, beat Archibald Beechcroft is a person who dislikes people. When he is given a book that gives him the wisdom to shut everyone out of his life, he rapidly discovers that he is the intolerable one and that changing things only makes things worse. He decides, hey, let me not change things. It's not actually worse. Or it is worse. That's why I changed things. But let me, not act, let me just put it back the way it was before. And I am Brandon Cruz and welcome to Summoner for your approval. And you are done. You did it. Oh man! I added yeah. extra words that actually did not make sense. I finished that whole beer. You really took your time. You did it. You did it. I the actually honestly the the whole synopsis was Archibald Beechcroft, and then that was that was done. <laughs> but I, I kept it going for you.
1: Archibald Beechcroft is a pretty cool name.
0: It is for such a square. Am I right?
1: For such a oh man, Archibald Beechcroft was such a dick.
0: Such a dick. So. Nick, hit us up. Start start us off. What would you think? What you think of the the episode? Uh, I
1: thought it was okay. You know, I I actually really liked the guy who played Archibald Beechcroft. I thought he seemed like such a natural, cantankerous kind of grumpy jerk. Yeah. I'm not. You know, I know a lot of actors, right? I I actually am am an actor, right? I I teach, but my my graduate degrees and stuff, and I've spent a lot of time as an actor, and uh, mostly on stage. And this this guy, I know a lot of actors, and they're they're a lot of time they're jerks, including me, right? <laughs> and this guy, I don't think he was actually acting. I think he might have just been kind of a grump.
0: Well, you know, he he was most recently before he died in two thousand seventeen. He was on. Oh
1: God, I feel so bad now. <laughs>
0: Cur- Curb your enthusiasm. He was. Oh, was he? He was a regular on Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Who was he? Uh, I think his name. Uh, let me let me let me look it up.
1: He wasn't Larry David's dad, was he? No,
0: it was Larry David. Yeah.
1: Wait, he was Larry David.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, how did I not recognize that? He played Larry David as that
1: that could that would explain why he was such a grump.
0: (laughs) No, yeah, he uh Nat David, so so Larry David's dad. Oh, he was his dad. Oh, great. Yeah, you know,
1: I really felt for him at the beginning of the of the episode, right? Because, you know, he's there, someone spills coffee on him. He's not especially mean, but he goes into the bathroom, and his boss comes in and starts getting on his ass about eating well. He's like, hey, are you eating well? And he's saying, like, you know, your personal health is is not just for you. It's for your company, too. And already I'm like – all hating his boss. I'm like, I hope he's the first dude to disappear or have something <laughs> bad happen to him or get sent to the cornfields, right? Just yeah. get like, you're in the bathroom. This is not a place to be lectured about how you're eating.
0: Pro- protein. What, did, what does he say? He says, is.
1: Lots of vegetables. You're eating your vegetables, right? I'm a spinach and lettuce man myself. I'd eat it for breakfast if I you know, if I if it wouldn't get such looks. Like where are you eating breakfast that people are looking at you?
0: Yeah. And and like what kind of breakfast is he actually eating is it is it just lettuce wrapped with spinach or vice versa?
1: I feel like it would be spinach wrapped with lettuce.
0: And he's like, mm, oh man, these, these these spinach lettuce wraps really tied like- me over.
1: Right? He's like he's like, Beechcroft, I am soups regular. How how are your BMs, Beechcroft? You know your BMs are not just a reflection on you, they're a reflection on your company.
0: I tell you what, in sixty years people are going to die for this diet. <laughs>
1: I call it the South the South Beechcroft diet. You should really get on it. It's gonna be hugely popular. How's your ketosis, Beechcroft? gotta stay away from those carbs this is the dude this is proof that it's not crossfit it's just that these people exist yeah I don't want anyone talking to me in the bathroom if it were up to me if I had Beechcroft's powers to make people disappear anytime I went into a bathroom I would send them all to the cornfields
0: that, that would be the, the that, is, that would be the one time like, uh, like that would be the one time and then when I left I would bring them back into the
1: bathroom yeah but I just want to be alone, and it's and you might think, well, that's kind of cruel, sending sending them into the cornfields. You can pee in the cornfields; you're fine. Yeah, it and, might and, be startling, you, but
0: you know, really, like I would I would make them disappear. But then when I made them reappear as I was leaving, I'd be like, also, I got rid of your urine. You know, and just help them out, like
1: right. Look, I, I did this. I do. I took a pee solid? out of your wiener and I put it <laughs> in the cornfields. <laughs>
0: yeah. Okay. Uh, the, this this little this intern right, this this unpaid intern spills a bunch of coffee on on all of them, and uh, you know, all of, it, it, to pay penance, he says, I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy Beechcroft a book, Mind in the Matter, which teaches him well, how to the thing. be a badass.
1: He doesn't actually buy him the book. Right. He comes in and he says, you know, I went to the bookstore and, you know, the kid is essentially the, the nerdy teenager who works all those jobs in The Simpsons. Yeah. Right. He's like, uh-huh. oh, Mr. Beechcraft. Uh, you know, I went to the bookstore and my friend got this book and he's but he says, you know, it's the only one in existence. Oh, I'm turning into Don Knotts.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're, you're. Mr. Beechcraft. <laughs> you're mixing. You're, you're turning into Mr. Furley from Three's Company.
1: <laughs> I'm actually just turning into a turkey. <laughs> but um, n- unfortunately not a jive turkey. Yeah. Um but so right he says you know it's the only copy of it in existence. And so his friend at the bookstore had used it I think to get a woman to buy a certain type of scarf. Yeah, that's right.
0: Like an orange and chartreuse chart, uh, scarf or something like that.
1: Right. I, because I don't do enough research, I don't actually know what color chartreuse is
0: or what a scarf is. And I get that what a scarf is. <laughs> Why
1: won't anyone tell me?
0: I, I tried. Look, I tried looking it up. And by tried, I mean, I went and got another beer out of the fridge. But so I,
1: I asked the woman who worked at Chipotle what it was, and she said, "What you're about to do in ten minutes in your car, so that no one can see you eat this whole burrito
0: <laughs> at once." Chartreuse. That's that's the meaning. Chartreuse. That's yes. the true meaning of Chartreuse. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, he, he get he gets he, well he gets this book, and he reads this. He reads it. By the way, in those subways, which I've never been in a subway that packed even. Even in Korea, in the heart of Seoul, I've never been in a subway that packed and that annoyingly.
1: Heart of Seoul, I fell in love with you. Heart of Seoul, sorry, sorry, it's just no, no, keep going. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna give us a little bit of a soundtrack. Here. Okay,
0: okay, okay, okay.
1: Heart <laughs> of Seoul, <laughs> we gotta keep talking, otherwise oh, it's not oh, a soundtrack. Oh. It's just yeah, 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 you're right. I'm just so you've never, you've never seen a. Uh, train that pack like no. a subway is, that pack. is
0: it is it that bad in like new york or any of those places? is it is it that bad
1: i don't think so although i used to live in san francisco for a little bit and i had to ride public transit for like an hour and 15 minutes each way to work sure. and it was awful uh. like it was pretty terrible the thing that that made it seem not as bad is it? I couldn't, when I was watching this, I couldn't smell all the pee that was definitely in that subway.
0: <laughs> uh, well, so, so, okay. Let me, let me, let me ask you this about old, old beachy, old beached whale. Uh, you know, he wants he wants to get rid of everybody. He does. He finds out he, he can do that with the power of his mind. Ooh, mind bullets. Uh, do you, <laughs> Well, he can
1: do anything with his
0: mind, yeah, right. And like he chooses that. He chooses that to to go about it. Was that was that the smartest direction he he should go with it?
1: Look, I understand getting rid of the landlady, right? That's because, like, he's like, well, "What am I gonna do with this power?" And then you know, knock, 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 like. Mr Mr Beechcroft, your rent is due and he's like, Oh fuck. <laughs> I've been i <laughs> I've been paid my rent. I've spent it i spent it all on hookers and this uh and a PlayStation four. Oh shit, what am I gonna do? <laughs> and then like he's like ah. Oh and he gets rid of her and he's like I think he says uh, first the landlady, next the
0: world. <laughs> is he the Joker? Like is he Right? What? <laughs> Why did he turn into a supervillain all of a sudden?
1: I don't know, but that's but that's he gets rid of the landlady and then he's like, "What am I gonna do next?" Oh, I know. I'll get rid of the entire like everybody, and it's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! Calm down!" Like, I understand getting rid of everybody around you, but like, what about the dude hanging out in Hong Kong who's just chilling, having a good time, yeah. like? playing teach you or something yeah and then you just get rid of them
0: so let me let me let me ask you this do when people come back are they do do they have is it like a donnie darko thing where they're uh, they're playing like all around me are familiar faces as they're remembering <laughs> all the stuff that happened to them while they were while they're missing they're like
1: yeah exactly i think that's i think that's what it is
0: yeah <laughs> oh, god come on beechcroft don't make us listen to that yeah. song again. Well, the thing is, is that
1: Kirby or whatever, like the little like pasty faced teen, like he clearly gives the book to the exact wrong person because he gives it to Beechcroft. Beechcroft is in the subway the next morning and he gets rid of everybody. And he's like, oh, good. I got rid of everybody. Now I can go to work. <laughs> what yeah. why are you going to work and he's like finally i can get all my work done and he gets it done in like five minutes yeah which does indicate like exactly how much people annoying you causes you to like <laughs> your work to go from 10 minutes to eight hours
0: dude i completely <laughs> that that's the most realistic thing about this episode is if no one's in the office i get so much stuff done so quickly and oh,
1: absolutely. I'm
0: like, oh, finally, no one's distracting me. Now I'll <laughs> go on Facebook.
1: But he's like, good, I'm going to go to work. And he finishes his work and he's like, well, shit, now I'm bored. What am I going to do? And I'm like, I don't know, dude. Maybe leave your office. Why are you doing this work <laughs> anyways? You work for an insurance company. There's nobody to insure. <laughs>
0: What paperwork could you be filing? He he could theoretically make people and then, and then find Rube Goldberg ways to kill them that way. <laughs> that way he could ensure them.
1: That would explain why he kept muttering, like, want to play a game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And the, and the, and the right. tricycle. I don't know. What, right. <laughs> like
1: and why he's like, Oh, I'm so bored. Maybe I'll do a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> Jigsaw, jig
0: saw, <laughs> saw, saw. Oh, I know what I'll call myself. <laughs> Table saw.
1: It's a, a perfect. <laughs> lap band saw. Wait, is that a saw? Or, no, that's a surgery when you don't want to be fat anymore.
0: Gastrointestinal <laughs> reconstitution <laughs> surgery. So he
1: starts talking to himself. He sees himself in the reflection of his glasses, yeah. which is ridiculous because they're just normal glasses. They're not even sunglasses. Yeah. Um, but he's like, I'm so bored. What do I want as a distraction? And at this point I'm like, I say out loud to myself, all right, so now this is when he like summons like a 1960s style, babe, like the woman who dances in the interstitial scenes in Austin powers. Yeah. With, like the stuff, I expected her to like come in, it was like, diddly, diddly, and and then he's like, No, an earthquake, yeah. And it's like, Wait, what? Yeah, why is that your first thing? Like, I need a distraction, he, he not
0: he, like he enjoys the shit out of insurance, man. He he he's got he's, he's not a creative mind. If, I didn't even think of that.
1: He he wasn't even like oh, I could really use I could really stand to watch some Amos and Andy right now, right? <laughs> so I, don't, I was starting to think of TV shows that were on in 1961.
0: Uh, um, watch some I Love Lucy. Uh, was, was that even back then? <laughs> yeah, that was back. No, that was, that was sorry. That was like uh, 1989. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, you know, I I caught
1: that movie. You know, I caught that movie White Chicks on the other day. <laughs> Man, that was funny with those those two.
0: Like we we, uh, we we know that we know that he would want to watch Gleaming the Cube if he was really <laughs> if he was really wishing for something.
1: What on earth is Gleaming the Cube? That's uh, that sounds like what people in Star Trek call jerking off.
0: <laughs> no, it's it's a, it's a movie from the 80s where the dude's riding a, a skateboard and his brother gets killed and so he's like trying to solve uh it's with a the one dude, uh, uh, he was in Mr. Robot, and I have no
1: idea what you're talking about. Are these outtakes from Back to the Future? Oh
0: man, you don't you don't even know how good this movie. Is. Anyways, uh, so so, <laughs> so much Spock fan fiction, right? So, so tell me more about tell me more about your thoughts as I look okay. at the actor.
1: <laughs> so he then after the earthquake, he's like, "No, no, not an earthquake. That's that's a bad idea." Maybe an electrical storm, like what is wrong with this guy? So Brandon, let me ask you this, yeah. if you did this, you got rid of everyone else. What would you do to like keep yourself like entertained? D- easy or distract yourself?
0: This is an easy question i would I would go to a red box and I would rent Gleaming the Cube with Christian Slater <laughs> isn't it isn't it obvious? Uh, no, uh, what would I, what would I do? I mean, I don't need to get rid of people. I don't need to get rid of people. I just need to sometimes them to not like when I'm working, but, uh, no, no, not even, not even, I don't even want to go that, that direction. Cause I don't want to be at work. I think if I have that right. power, so,
1: like this guy just goes to work, like, oh. I feel like I would just operate. I guess a bunch of money and just. I don't know, get super fat and try and make Wally come true, except for the fact that we're all still in space and we don't come back to shitty Earth.
0: I would make Wally come true, but then I would mind over my fatter and I would into get into Wally? And I would get I would I wouldn't be fat and then I would also be Wally. Cuz Eve's hot. See,
1: if I were in Wally, I would totally just be one of the generic fat people. I wouldn't want to be super skinny. Because chances are the cultural norms that exist is that if you're the only thin person, they're going to be like, oh, man, gross, gross. Ugh, you can
0: he's so bumpy. But I would use mi- why is it I would use mind over matter and then they would get over it. I would concentrate. That's true. Every. You can solve all your problems with concentration. That's what this episode teaches us. Huh?
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it.
0: <laughs> Just for for listeners, he is concentrating super hard. And nope, still lonely. He did it. He's not. Fa- oh, oh! I thought you were working on the not fat thing.
1: No, definitely not. Looking down, like nope, nope, nope.
0: <laughs> uh. So so. Anyways, this this mother trucker, he he gets to a point where he starts he starts hallucinating cuz i guess he only realizes that he's he can see and talk to himself and he decides hey this is this is not what i want this is not my beautiful house this is not my beautiful <laughs> wife he doesn't he doesn't want it. he's like uh, you know what i'll just bring everybody back because i'm an asshole
1: i just want to point out one thing yeah one of the places where he talks to like the projection of his own face Mm -hmm. is a, um, a graph, right? And it's like a, it's like a classic graph of like the red squiggly line going up and down. If you look at that, there's nothing on the X axis. Like we don't know (laughs) how long of a time that is, but if you look at the numbers, the Y axis, the bottom is 57 and then 58, 59 and 60. Whatever it is, if it's like stock points or whatever, there are only four of them. <laughs> so like there's it's this really dramatic squiggly up and down, you know, an inconvenient truth line, but then it's only there's only it only varies by four points at the most,
0: you know, when you're in insurance, you got to manipulate the numbers, you know,
1: I don't know why that bothered me so much, <laughs> but I was watching and I'm like, what kind of graph is this? This seems so dramatic for four
0: points. (laughs) Uh, but you know, that's actually a real, that's a good segue. You're, you're hating the scale, so to speak. You're gleaming, gleaming. The the scale. Is that another fat
1: joke? No,
0: no, no, no. (laughs) Is
1: that another fat joke? I don't need that, Brandon. I'm not, no, I'm, I'm
0: not calling you fat, man. I'm not calling you fat. You're, you're a handsome young Joe, uh, Anyways, Are you coming on to me now? I am. I I meant to save it for the the post-show.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, So as we talk about scales, every time a guest comes on the show, you know this. You know this. You've listened to at least least part of an episode.
1: This is when I have to sing a scale, right? Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do.
0: Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. That's not. That's not how that goes. Uh, what? What do you give? What do you give this episode? Is that the Abyssinian
1: scale? <laughs> wait, wait. I still want to keep talking about this episode, real well, quick. Well, no.
0: I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you a chance. You. You have final thoughts.
1: Oh, okay. Um, scale it up. At first, final thought. Okay, scale. scale. It up. Okay, scale. <laughs> I'm gonna give it five out of the eight spokes of on the the great wheel of buddhism that it's it doesn't it doesn't hit all eight of the dharma chakra right but of the noble eightfold path it hits about five of them
0: are you are you did you just talk about lost on the the (laughs) whatever
1: you know they had me on on that lost podcast once that our friend chad is on um Gosh, oh, we should probably say what that's actually called and give a plug for that, since <laughs> I don't have a different podcast. Uh, uh, I, th-
0: I think I think it's What's Up With That, Bro. Yeah.
1: You know, they had me on What's Up With That, Bro, the Lost podcast once, and I was summarily not invited on again. <laughs> 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 I noticed they had... A bunch of other people: Anthony DeGrelli, John Yabes, uh, my friend uh, Donut, on a bunch, couple, multiple times. Me just once. I started talking about John Locke, the philosopher, and they were—they did not ask me back. <laughs> but yeah, of the noble eightfold path, of the eight divisions, I give it about a five out of eight.
0: Okay, all right. I don't know what I don't know what that what that means. Like, what is is that is that good? Is it bad? Is it is it Nirvana? Well, you,
1: I think that's pretty good. If you get eight out of eight, I think you reach your moksha and you reach enlightenment and you go back and you join the Dharma. Um, but you know, it had right view. It had right resolve, right speech, right? There was no lying, no rude speech, right? It did not have right conduct because while it had no sexual acts, it did have kind of killing, hmm. right? It had it right livelihood. It had right effort, right? Because, Beechcroft did guard against sensual thoughts, but it did not have right mindfulness and it did not have right concentration because he at no point did he practice the four stages of meditation culminating in unification of the mind. So five out of eight, pretty good, not good enough to become Buddha.
0: (laughs) I I I can get behind that rating. You, usually, I take, I adopt the rating scale of whoever my guest is.
1: Oh my god, I'm so sorry. That's, uh, I give it a four out of five pillars of Islam.
0: <laughs> okay, all right. Is that better? Yeah. No. That, now you're now you're speaking my love language. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that
1: might be a little generous. I don't think he he didn't really ever give to charity. Uh, no. <laughs> wait. If you look at the Actually, I take that back. He didn't do it, give it a zero out of five pillars of Islam. He did not proclaim that uh, that Allah is the one true God and Muhammad is his prophet. He did not pray five times a day. He didn't give money to charity. He didn't fast during Ramadan, and he didn't go on a pilgrimage to Mecca. So five out of eight of the eight full noble path. And zero out of five of the pillars of Islam. This is
0: this is where I'm going to argue with you, uh, based oh. off, based off of base off of your scale and using my my superpower of uh, should, I, I forgot the word. I think it has something to do with translating uh, metaphor. I think okay. I think that he at least attains three of the the thirty pillars of Buddhism. <laughs> but- Okay,
1: how many out of the Ten Commandments would you say he followed? People like out of, like out of ten scales. You're, you're you right. shall have no other gods before me. That one clearly not followed, right? All
0: all these all these religious <laughs> things. Let me let me just let me just tell you that um, out of my my scale of humanism, uh, it is he is not a very good person. A five out
1: of seven.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's not a very good person. Uh, I, I mean, like, so, so you give him you give him this this wonky scale. Um, I, I mean, what 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 are your final thoughts on the episode?
1: Okay, so on the episode. H- hit me with it. I liked the I liked the actor, right? We talked about that. I thought he was really believably misanthropic and grumpy. Um, I loved the part when he decided at the end, he was like, you know, I want to have people back, but I wish they were just like me. And everybody was him. And the thing that I really liked about that um, is that some of the people, whenever he interacted with them one-on-one, mm-hmm. it was the same actor dressed as someone else. Right. So there was a woman who was the actor in a wig and in a dress. And there were like three guys that all looked like him. There was one guy that was played by the same actor who just had a mustache. And I'm like, what's that guy's story? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Why did. But then my favorite part about that was everybody else, whenever they showed group scenes, were all wearing these horrific masks yeah. of this actor and just, they weren't pretending like they were pretending like these weren't these horrendous creepy masks you were supposed to ignore the fact that they were these disgusting like mike myers e face melting masks <laughs> like it was some sort of weird david cronenberg film
0: yeah <laughs> it was it was uh it was like the big it's what they used in scanners right before like it was the the model for scanners before the head exploded
1: Yes, exactly.
0: So, yeah, no, I, I agree like the the I admired what they tried to do with that particular makeup, but they it it didn't it didn't hit the mark. I would It didn't hit the mark? I thought
1: it could have hit the mark though if everybody If they didn't have that actor playing individual people, if just everybody had these weird, grotesque masks, like it was uh, like it was like a Shinya Tsukamoto film. And it's just like this creepy, like, I wish everybody was like me, right? Not me, but everybody was like me. So like me meant wearing these hideous, like loose masks where you couldn't see their eyes. And it was just like. Oh God! It was you know what it was like. It was like that scene in Men in Black, right? Where it's like well, it was like he was wearing an Archibald Beechcroft
0: suit. There right? it is.
1: There. Everybody's wandering around going sugar water.
0: There's the aforementioned <laughs> Men in Black reference. Now we just need. I told you. Now we just I need told you World. I make it in every podcast. Now we just need that Wayne's World reference. Get in here. You know, I think this.
1: I think this podcast is really going zang right now.
0: <laughs> Nailed it but I I got a check mark board over here.
1: Okay, good. Good.
0: Uh all right, man. Well, well, uh thank you so much for for coming on for entertaining us.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I'm uh, sorry for wasting your time. Th-
0: thank you. Thank you for bringing on your parents. Uh make sure make sure you say hi to them and uh, let them I will.
1: Know- Jack and Liz, they're wonderful.
0: Jack. Jack, and they and they sound great they sound healthy
1: they're doing well they're doing well I'm pretty proud um if you want to follow more of my nonsense on Twitter you can at not Nick Murray
0: I was just about to I was I was Oh my you, God! You didn't, let you? Me, you didn't let me set up your your. Oh my God. your I am the setting. worst
1: guest ever.
0: Oh my God! Okay, let's let's try this again. I
1: just Nick ate a sandwich of your Thanksgiving leftovers. That's how bad of a guest I am. I ate all of the apple pie that was left.
0: You ate all. Oh, come on, dude! Like I there ate was, the plums. I ate left. the
1: plums you were saving in the freezer that you were saving for breakfast. Did, they were so cold. Did you eat so my juicy. pad thai?
0: Did you eat my pad thai, Nick? Come on! That was... I ate your pad thai that was in the
1: in the freezer.
0: <laughs> well, okay. So you you started talking about your Twitter before I rudely interrupted you. Why don't you Why don't you finish it off? Let me.
1: <laughs> this is just to say I have eaten the pad thai that were that was in the ice box and which you were probably saving for breakfast. Forgive me. It was delicious, so sweet and so cold. That is an original poem by me, Nick Murray. Definitely not stolen from William Carlos Williams. Oh, don't! I hate snapping.
0: Well, that's too bad. It's too, that is too bad. Do you have a bongo in there? No. Uh, that some, reminds me. I have bongo at the comics. End of the episode. Simpsons are bongo comics. I have some of those. At the end of
1: the episode, I was listening to it, and I forgot that, like, at the end of the episode they play the like this other theme or whatever the closing theme, and it's this weird jazz number with this crazy like bongo riff playing. Yeah. and I'm like, this is the most 1960s thing I can imagine
0: it's it's uh it's a, that song is like <laughs> by the way, I thought we were
1: done with the scales portion of this
0: oh we we are we've been done we've we've been dunted.
1: Okay. Is there anything else that I have to, that you want me to say? Yeah,
0: I just I just want to say uh, just thanks for thanks for coming in and, and talking to me and, and laughing laughing with me <laughs> and, and making uh, making so many jokes uh, on the, on the show. Uh, tell me, tell everybody one more time where they can get a hold of you.
1: All right, one more time. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can find me at at not nick murray. Um, you can also find me if you follow, like, Sprite on Twitter, because I'm constantly uh, tweeting at them with the hashtag, uh, hashtag thus Sprite Zarathustra, and I <laughs> really enjoy making Nietzsche puns at the Sprite people. Uh, I often I often also tweet with the hashtag, uh, hashtag beyond Coke and Pepsi. <laughs> Sorry, these are these are Friedrich Nietzsche puns because I'm a lonely person. Well that that's... I think I also had the Commu Sprite Manifesto. If you want to look that up. I, where it's like Diet Coke is the opiate of the masses, drink sprite.
0: I'm pretty sh- I'm pretty sure that people will now know exactly how to get a of you. Oh my god, my follower count is dropping. <laughs> uh oh no. Wait, this isn't the Gremlins 2 studies? Uh, Twitter account is that is that you No <laughs> I don't know who
1: that is I'm I, That is my All-time favorite Twitter account
0: <laughs> They that thing Has blown up in the, the last it, Few months right
1: I don't know I found it when it Only had a couple followers and then Like I'm so proud of them And happy <laughs> for them that they're doing So well
0: <laughs> yeah I, I feel good because I was I was also at the ground level Uh, the ground floor and and so you know i was one of the first few few people to retweet them and i feel good about that
1: it feels good right look i i'm trying to get to success any way i can i will grab onto any coattails
0: (laughs) (laughs) so so follow us gremlins two studies oh
1: god please be
0: our real friend (laughs) we'll feed you after midnight (laughs)
1: All right, all right, Nick. I'll feed you a bunch of guys dressed as Fruit of the Loom characters. They'll love it. It'll be great.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, man, th- thank you. Thank right. you for coming on again. I appreciate Definitely.
1: you. Uh, Absolutely. I, I love, I loved being on this podcast. I'm sorry that iTunes is never going to let you p- upload another one.
0: <laughs> oh, iTunes has nothing to do with this, this baby. <laughs> and for anyone else who wants to get a hold of the show there's a few ways you can reach me i am on twitter at s4a underscore podcast you could also hit me up on email that's s4a podcast at gmail.com hit me up and let me know what you think of the show or any any thoughts any thoughts really uh anyway till next time i am brandon Cruz, and this is submitted for your approval